Hello and welcome to this special episode of Pass the Popcorn. Who are you going to listen to? That was pretty good, Tim. <laughs> Who are you going to listen to? <laughs> Pass the Popcorn. Ow! We have a special guest with us, Timmy. We do. And he's not a teenager. He's not. <laughs> he might like teenagers. I don't know. Hey, Who hey, doesn't? Hey, hey. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> we have we have Derek with us today. We do. Hello, everybody. Hello, yes. And it's special because Derek, this this movie from 1984, Ghostbusters, is his all time favorite. Am I right? This is a true statement. Why Why is it your favorite? Out of all the movies that was ever released in the history of, of movies out there, why is this your favorite movie? Well, because you haven't released your sex tape yet. Cause, cause, <laughs> because you were, th- cause you were there, so there's no need to release it. <laughs> uh, no, it, I always I, Ghostbusters to me was always that movie when we were kids that every time we would go to somebody's house for a birthday party, it was either let's see Return of the Jedi, Empire Strikes Back, or let's watch Star Wars. So... Or uh, Ghostbusters, rather. So it was always something that I, I, I saw it so many times as a kid. And I had, you know, the toys from the, the animated series. And it's just always been one that, like, if it's one of those movies that if it's on TV, I'm pretty much going to sit down and watch it. I don't care what else is going on. Right. And you you have a uh, an album that you treat like Chris and I treat our uh, Star Wars posters, right? Oh, this is very true. Yeah, many many autographs on it. Not nearly as many as you guys have on your Star Wars poster, but 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 many autographs on it. Can you can you just name a few autographs you have there and what they wrote? Um, <laughs> are you asking for one specific, Chris? There's a certain one that just, that 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 pops. That's not in my on there mind. anymore. Yeah. Well, hold on. Let me uh, let me pull that up for you real quick, Chris. Okay. Um. So I've gotten a bunch of people on it. Um, the only Ghostbuster I have on it is Ernie Hudson. Uh, I have William Atherton, who played Walter Pack. Oh. I have uh, Tony Cecere and Billy Byron, uh, Brian, rather, who uh, both played Stay Puffs. One played Stay Puff on Fire and one played Stay Puff Not So Much. Where did you get those at? Those two. Uh, Monster Mania. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, because they were in... A- 105 different horror flicks. Okay. But the one that Chris is asking about is a uh, an autograph from Ron Jeremy. <laughs> and for you for you kids who don't know, Ron Jeremy is in those movies that are under your dad's in the back of your dad's closet. <laughs> um Ron was a extra in a crowd scene and I thought, "Oh, he's at a con, it'd be fun to get him to sign it." And to say that he was out of it would have been very polite. I've seen dead people that were more with it. <laughs> and he grabbed it from me and looked at it and said, hey, I was in this movie. <laughs> to which I said, yes, that's why I'm asking you to sign it. He signed it. And then across the uh, slash out, he wrote breast wishes and turned the W into two giant tits. <sighs> so I was I was I was very polite at the time. And then I was pretty much aggravated and pissed off beyond belief. But thankfully, the internet is a wonderful place, and I found out that just dabbing a little rubbing alcohol on it, and it came right off. But so it was Sharpie, wasn't it? It was. I, I always thought once Sharpie's on, that's it. No, no, it worked like a charm. So I still have his autograph on there, but his 
breast wishes uh, is gone. His breast wishes are gone. Is did it come off cleanly or is there? Oh yeah. It, yeah, so, yeah. So there's there's no there's no like white smudge or something. Yeah, no like scar or left. No, I didn't let him get anywhere near me to white smudge on me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tim, what's your thoughts of the original Ghostbusters? I mean, the original is it's a classic. It's right. it's. Um, I mean, it, it honestly is one of the greatest movies of all time that does hold up still. Um, it's one of those movies that annually is re-released in theaters for one reason or another. So, I mean, I've seen this movie in theaters probably, I've probably seen this movie in theaters 15 times over the past 30 some odd years. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And it's, it, it is, it's one of those things where even if it's on, if it's on TV and people flipping through it, you'll stop and watch it for a few minutes because every scene in it is fantastic. Yes. And, uh, and yeah, I, I, I can actually remember going to see this with uh, with with my it was my dad brought uh, me and my brother and sister to see this. I remember actually going to the Eric Four up in Allentown, Allentown. Is Fourth that the Street. One? Oh wow! Is that the one across from the prison? It's the one that was across from the prison. I think the building is still standing there, even though it's been closed for at least it's been closed for close to twenty years now. But I, I believe the yeah. building is still standing there. That was a theater that used to go to a park in a parking lot and look across the street and say, "Oh shit!" <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? you, would, <laughs> you would hear you could you could hear the the inmates yeah inside the prison and it I, and it it would scare the shit out of you because yeah. you knew yeah. there was there was raping going on right right then. <laughs> <up there. laughs> I don't think we knew that then. Hopefully, well, we now we know it now. We know it now because you know sometimes it happens. Because that was a that was a maximum security prison, if I if I recall. Yeah, it was, and it was right there. I mean, I remember we saw like Star Trek three there or four. We saw a bunch of Rockies there and shit. Yeah, and it was always it was always creepy and shit when you just see all the barbed that barbed wire up the up top of the fence and, yeah. and they're outside playing recess, whatever they're playing basketball. I was like, oh boy. And I'm, I always <laughs> wonder because uh, I know. I know. I think Ghostbusters did get a seventy millimeter release, and I and I always wonder if I saw it on because they that theater had a seventy millimeter screen where they would pull the they would pull the wall back and they had this gigantic screen. And I, I don't remember. I mean, as a kid, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have remembered that. But that movie theater was equipped with a seventy millimeter projector. One of the few. All right, we're let me play the trailer for the new one that that came out. With a bunch of women, which we all Ladies. love women. Ghostbusters. It will haunt you every night. Whatever it is, no one should have to encounter that kind of evil. Except you girls, I think you can handle it. Oh, oh good. Thanks. We have a gift. We see what no one else is willing to see. We do things others can't do. Ghostbusters. If there's a paranormal problem, we're the ones to answer the call. Hello. It's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. What do we think of these Ghostbusters? Are they to be taken seriously? You think that? Okay, you sweaty freaks! I'm about to save you from this ghost! Ah! A 
Okay, so I don't know if it was a race thing or a lady thing, but I'm mad as hell. There's a bigger picture at hand here. Someone is creating a device that amplifies paranormal activity. We're going to need a bigger boat. Hey, guys, check it out. Kevin, come inside. I was born to be a Ghostbuster, all right? trying to claim the event isn't supernatural. We don't want a panic. We don't want mass hysteria. Get out of the city! Get out of the city! I will kick the unliving crap out of you! And you! Especially you! Hey! Don't move! You got a, uh... No, I'm tired. No, no, listen. I'm just gonna go ahead and take off. How about that? I, I don't really think that's a good idea. No. Going to take off. Don't piss off the ghosts. Really? I actually thought for a while that it, it says answer the call afterwards. Like it says good legends answer the call. Like that was their that was the whole the whole title. <laughs> I, I did for for a while. Well they even put that in the um the end credits when they showed Ghostbusters, they said answer the call. Yeah. Which if you think about it doesn't make any sense. Because you should be calling them, not it should say Ghostbusters will answer the call maybe, or maybe we're gonna answer saying the call. The Ghostbusters they answer the call. Hmm? Or, or maybe you're saying, Ghostbusters, answer the call. Like, I'm calling you. Like, hello. I like hello. Pick up. I like Derek's reason. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, answer the call. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start this, this <clears throat> off this way. When you heard that they were making a new Ghostbusters, even before, I, I don't even, I don't remember if they even said that they, that it was going to be all female at the time. But when you heard that they were making a new Ghostbusters, what were your thoughts, Chris? I, I, I can already, I can already, I already know what your thoughts were. But Derek, what, what were your thoughts when you first heard new Ghostbusters being made? Um, I think my first first initial thought was, well, that seems unnecessary. But, um, you know, we live in an age now where, you know, nothing is sacred and everything has to be remade or revamped or reimagined. And I love Ghostbusters. So, you know, if they want to give me more of it, you know, as long as it's not that Batman versus Superman movie, we're going to be in good shape. <laughs> but honestly, I think at first it was like, well, that just doesn't seem necessary. We have Ghostbusters. We don't need another one. And it's and it's near perfect. I, I would say it's near yeah. perfect. And quite honestly, when they did announce the uh, the female cast thing, I didn't care. You know, I mean, there's there's the camp of people that are like super gung-ho that it's all women. And there's the camp of people that are super anti the all women thing. And I was right in the middle. I'm like, I don't care. They're going to have proton packs. They're going to shoot ghosts. It's going to be cool. I don't care. Hmm. Christopher? <laughs> <clears throat> well, I'm probably with Derek a lot too. I I was like, no, you don't remake a classic. There's 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 no need to redo one of the greatest films that was ever made. I didn't care that they were female series. I didn't care about any, anything who was going to be in it. I just said there's there's no need to to remake it. And I was like, this is going to be a major train wreck. I um I was I was in that camp where I I, I was 
I thought no need to make it. Uh, I thought I thought that it was kind of a dumb idea to, to remake the movie. When I started to learn a little more about it, um, especially when I learned that Paul Feig was going to be directing it, that's when I knew that it had potential because I really, oh, yeah. I really like Paul Feig. I think that um, two out of his three previous movies are awesome, and the one that's not awesome is good. So I knew it was in good hands because I, I like I really like Bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. Spy, I think, is one of the funniest movies to be made <laughs> in the last decade. And the heat, I think, is OK. Um, so I knew I knew that that he was he was coming at it with the right cast and the rights in the right mindset. because he's, he's good at directing mm-hmm. comedies that feature female leads. So I uh, but I but at the same time, after seeing the original trailer, I was like, oh, geez, this might not be good. Yeah, that original trailer really didn't do much yeah. for the movie. I mean, it it definitely has a more slapstick quality than the original mm-hmm. or even the sequel had because the sequel had a lot of stupid slapstick in it. But the trailer like made it seem like that was the whole movie. Like it was just another a bunch of women yelling and screaming and causing a ruckus kind of a movie. And yeah. it wasn't that. Yeah. You know what I mean? The trailer didn't do it any justice. No. And actually a lot of that stuff by the way, if you haven't seen the movie, we're gonna be giving away everything. So if you haven't seen the movie, stop the podcast right now if you haven't already. <laughs> Go see the movie and come back and see that because Everything that we're going to say beyond this is going to we're going to ruin plots. We're going to ruin jokes. We're going to ruin everything if you haven't seen the movie. So we're going to ruin your childhood. Yeah, Uh, I'm I'm tired of hearing that. Seriously, (laughs) I really am. Um, I noticed that a lot of the stuff that was in the trailer wasn't in the movie. There were a bunch of things that was movie. Was the, the bigger boat line in the movie? I don't think it was. I don't think it was either. Because there was that in I and. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that guy who was like, no human should ever have to experience that. But you, you girls, you can handle it. Was that guy in the movie? That guy wasn't in the he movie. He was in the movie. Yeah, Mike. Uh, uh, what's his From name? Michael something. Mad TV. Yeah, he was Stewart on Mad TV. He was in it, but it was a much smaller yeah, bit. Yeah, I don't think that scene was um, in it. Yeah. No, I don't think that scene was in it at all. I think he, he was the uh, the owner or the manager of the rock and roll club. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So he was he was there for a hot second, but he definitely that line was cut out from what I saw. But no, I, I noticed that while you were playing the trailer, Chris, about the bigger boat line, because there was a whole scene with Andy Garcia talking about don't compare me to the mayor from Jaws. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah which was funny as hell. <laughs> that that cracked yeah, me up so much. Yeah. So where do you Andy start- Garcia was not in the movie very much, but when he was in it, he was really funny. Yes, I was. Yeah, I, I thought really, he did a good job. I was really happy with with him. He's always good. Yeah. And uh, I got to say, um, Chris Hemsworth. I thought he brought it. He brought it. Uh, I, I was I was a little I was a little worried there because we hadn't really he's really seen him do comedy. I thought when they casted him as Janine Royal, I was like, that is the most stupidest thing ever. I said, he, it's going to be so lame. But Tim, you're dead on. He was hysterical. Every time he would say something, try not to laugh. Because when when his ears ow ow my ears he would cover his eyes <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, he's covering his eyes again oh, it was like, hysterical oh, it's really loud yeah and oh that, oh when he reached into his uh, to his eyeball to scratch it and he has no 
fucking lens. <laughs> yeah. I was roaring. I was. Well, they just was... kept getting dirty, so I took them out. <laughs> it's still funny. I don't know. I, I he he wore on me after a while. To be blunt, uh, bluntly honest, what? He did. He wore on me after a while. I mean, he had some funny stuff, but I think I think he was in it a little too much. You just don't, uh, like, you just don't like handsome men. Yeah, you. Who was I sitting next to? Oh, come here. And that scene at the end when he was eating the sandwich while I was while I was looking for you guys to look to that deli over there and I got a sandwich. Yeah. And then they throw it away and he's like, a little help here. He catches it right back. And yeah. Takes it yeah, I, that was funny. Was and funny. and the, the bit in the credits <laughs> where, they're, where they're showing all his um, 8x10s, that was pretty yeah. funny too. But Derek did say that. That should just be released as a book. You did say that at the end of the movie when he froze everyone into like a dance move, Mm-hmm. Derek said to him that if they started dancing like during the movie itself, that would have been like, oh my god. Yeah, I have a been... feeling. I mean, I mean, I have a feeling that was written into the movie, obviously, because as you watch the the um, as you watch the closing the credits, credits, there's a whole big dance sequence. So I have a feeling that when they saw the movie, like this is a little over the top. Why don't yeah, we... yeah, it would have been like The Mask or like um, Austin Powers. Yes, yeah. yeah, you know, it was it. It was funny that he froze everybody. You know, it, you, you were just kind of waiting for the dance scene to happen because of the way he froze everybody. But it didn't. It, it wouldn't have fit the plot at all. It would have just been some sight gag kind of a thing. Right, so yeah. I'm glad they. I mean, it was funny in the credits. Yes, it was, but it wasn't necessary until then. In uh, the the running gag with the with the wonton soups and everything. Yeah, I, there was. There were so many little things in this movie. I mean, we we obviously can't go through all the jokes, but I mean, it, this this was quite literally a laugh a minute movie. Every every minute in this movie had something that you could stop and say that was funny, right? And that that kid that did the uh, the wonton soups has got had quite a uh, summer. He, uh, his name is uh, Karen Sony or Sani. Yeah. Uh, he was uh, Doppinger in uh, the Deadpool oh, movie. Yeah. He's the taxi cab driver. So he went from being the taxi cab driver in one of the bigger Marvel movies of the year to being, you know, the the delivery guy in Ghostbusters. Mm. All in one year. Wow. Yeah. That's, and he that's... was in he was in Goosebumps last year. He was yes. one of the teachers. Goosebumps. All right. Let's let's talk about the um, four women. Okay. Yes. Which one do you do you like the least? <laughs> um, like which one gets on your nerves the most during this movie? I mean, if I gotta be honest, and 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 she doesn't get on my nerves, but Leslie Jones yeah. was basically there. Uh, she was funny. Don't she get was me wrong. Funny. She was funny, but it got to a point where she just kept yelling everything. I told Derek mm-hmm. that I said she she yells a joke like two times, maybe three times, the same joke, like, boom, 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 and it's like, all right, just pull it back a little bit. But I, I don't want to say she was annoying, because no. she had a lot of other things going for her. It it, it wasn't... But, I mean, if I, if I gotta be honest, I know she's the Winston of the group. I, and, <laughs> I mean, I, I mean let's, let's just face it. Winston wasn't my favorite Ghostbuster either. I thought, <laughs> I thought Winston was kind of a stick in the mud. Or like, an afterthought, even. Yeah, but it 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 seems it seems to me that um, they needed to they just just like in the first Ghostbuster they needed to have an outsider they needed someone to come in 
that was an every person. So, and that's what that's what she was. She was the every person, right? So you and oddly that. enough, her uncle was the every person in the first yeah. movie. Yes. Yeah, I, I definitely think that Leslie Jones was at points a little over animated, but I mean, she did she did bring something to the story. So, I mean, I would have to go with her as well. But and she she but was it's a really hard to pick. Right. You know yeah. what I mean? Because because all four of them are are I mean are funny women. Like and you put them all together. I mean, like I said with Thor, try not to laugh. Yeah, Thor. <laughs> I call him Thor. Thor. Well, Luke did that the whole time. It's yeah, Thor. yeah, yeah, Thor. It's Thor. It's Thor. You know what's weird is that... Uh, oh, wait. Leslie Jones is like, on IMDb, is like the 10th to 12th name like down the list. I think it's in order of appearance. Okay. Yeah. No, in, in credits order. I'm sorry, in credits order. It looks like... That's weird. Yeah, I guess in, I guess in credits order, it, it, things are in... in I uh, think it was in order in of how, appearance. In order of appearance. Yeah, I, because the first person on that list was Zach Woods, who was the the, the, yeah. the tour guide yeah, okay. from the office. Okay. He was great because he pulled out the the old horror movie tropes of being like oh, and like the over the top face and the over the top sort of the candle tray. Yeah, the candle yeah. tray was cool. Yeah, I, I like that yeah. little, little nod. But I thought, I like that opening too. I thought I thought the fact that the opening had nothing to do with the four main characters. Uh, it, it was a lot like the the library scene in the, in, in the first. Yeah, there was a lady on the tour, and I don't know if the lady from the original movie she probably is dead, but there was a lady on the tour that looked very much like the librarian from from Ghostbusters, and and I was like, I wonder if that's her, but she looked like her, but I, I she probably was not because if that lady was sixty. Let's say she was sixty in the first one. She'd be in her nineties now, and this lady was not in her nineties. Well, that that was actually one of the scenes that Luke jumped at is when that ghost uh, puked. Like, it oh was, yeah, it was so quick and so like boom, like there it was. And I don't know how what what you saw, Tim, but Derek and I saw an IMAX 3D, mm-hmm. which was phenomenal. I believe that it would be phenomenal, but I am not going to spend that money to see a movie. <laughs> Yeah, um, Alice Drummond uh, played the librarian. She was she's eighty eight, so she's still with us. Oh, she is still with us. Oh, yes. So I don't know. Maybe maybe she was in the movie. Maybe she was a cameo that like an under the under the radar cameo. Could be. Did you guys like the fact? Like I heard Kevin Smith. He did enjoy. It, he did like it. But the only thing that bothered him it was that it didn't connect at all to the other ones. Did you want that connection, or did, do you want this to be just a total separate film by itself? I I was okay with the fact that it didn't connect, although I did tell Chris, I really thought there's a scene in the mayor's office where Garcia starts saying, you know, this stuff's happened before. And I instantly thought he was going to bring up, because we hadn't really seen any of the cameos yet. Right. Uh, we may have seen Murray, but I think that was about it. Um, actually, yeah, we had seen Murray because of the whole uh, window scene. Um, but he said, you know, this has happened before. And I instantly thought he's going to talk about, you know, 30 years ago. Right. But then he ends up talking about Roswell and the town where everybody got turned inside out and all the other atrocities that happened. That was funny, too. All the insides, right? Yeah, that was pretty funny. (laughs) Um, How about you, Tim? 
It didn't bother me at all. In fact, I was glad that it was a, an official reboot and yeah. we hadn't had... Because go- if we had Ghostbusters before, then it it wouldn't make sense like that that these people would be creating their own stuff. Like they, I remember years ago when they were talking about having a Ghostbusters with the original cast that they were going to be passing it down to a new... A new thing of Ghostbusters. Isn't and, that right. isn't that still going on? Isn't the rumor of like <sighs> Seth Rogen or, or there's another Ghostbusters film in the works? I had heard something about that, but it, it I have a feeling that that's be not happening. gonna happen. No, it can't be going on now. Well, there was um there were a couple of scripts going around for what Ghostbusters three was supposed to be. And not that this is Ghostbusters three, but the third Ghostbusters movie. Right. And and one of the plot lines was that they were going to franchise Ghostbusters, and they were going to start training, you know, the young guys all over the world or all over the U.S. at least to be Ghostbusters in every town and every city. And one of the plot points that I read was that the the four original were all going to be retired, and it was going to be, unfortunately, like Seth Rogen and um, and who's who's the guy that's always with him, the curly haired kid um, that was in Moneyball and oh, Super Bad, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And like all of those guys Jonah were Hill. going to do Jonah it. Hill. Yeah, Jonah yeah. Hill. And they were going to do, they were going to be, you know, the four new guys in New York and they weren't going to be able to handle it. So they were going to have to bring the old guys out of retirement like one last time. Right. And that was one. I mean, there's there's plot lines about them being in outer space. There's plot lines about them being in other dimensions, being in hell. But that was one that I had heard that included Seth Rogen. It's it's movies like like this though that you wish you know rather than from eighty nine was part two like it's a shame that they wait so long to do another one like they could have been banging them out you know two three years apart back in the day but Bill Murray I think is always just that a, yeah that had a lot to do with Murray yeah yeah which yeah. I was surprised that he had the cameo because I mean he was he was the one that was holding up all of the yeah all of the Ghostbuster things in the past and I just found it interesting that he came back. He reminded me, uh, me of the Walter Peck kind of character. Exactly. This one. Yeah. I actually I, I made a little pros and cons list for for this, and and he was actually on my cons list in that I liked the first bit of the cameo when he did the the interview on the TV mm-hmm. and was like, absolutely not, this is ridiculous. I didn't think that scene where they show where he shows up at their house was at all necessary. Yeah, it just seemed like, oh well, you know, we got Murray, we might as well use, use him, him some yeah. more. Yeah, true. You know what I mean? True. But I mean. To me, it didn't add anything to the plot. The only thing it did was get them to the mayor's office, right? And yeah. and he's uh, allegedly he's not dead. He didn't die in that. Oh, how you know that for real? Because you remember the book that we saw at Barnes and Noble. Yeah. He his character writes a um like an acknowledgement for the book. Oh, okay. So in the book, there's an acknowledgement, and it says, I, "I you know I fully believe in what they're doing," and you know, had I believed them earlier, I probably wouldn't have needed this giant cast <laughs> because he got thrown out the window. Like, like they definitely reference the fact that you know he just got thrown out a window before he wrote this thing. Oh, okay. But, but yeah, I saw that that was in the book. So, you know, I guess that leaves them open for se- for a sequel cameo. But I kind of hope that they got all the cameos out of their system, right? And they can see if they can float on their own without. You know the nostalgia factor for the next movie. I think Dan Aykroyd's cameo was was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, but when he's not going to go, I'm like, ah, oh, come on. 
I, I like that line. I, I didn't I, like that. And that was like, oh, come no, on. okay. No. We just we needed Bobby Brown to walk by, yeah. just whistling, <laughs> just whistling the tune to that, saving the day. They they could have they could have done so many more uh, cameos, which I thought they. I mean, if if they if they had gone in the into the Ghostbusters too, like I, they could have got um, who's the guy that was on Ally McBeal. Janos. Yeah, they could have got him. Uh, oh man, I would have loved that. Yeah, I loved Janos. He was so great in that movie. I forget who else who else is still alive for that movie. I think the guy who played the the, the was that Klaus Kinski. I believe he's dead. Yeah, well, Bobby Brown should have been holding like like a like a hot apple pie and just walked by. I said, "Too hot to handle," and that's it. <laughs> or or he could have been walking by holding one of the kid uh, proton packs from the 80s and been like, I finally got it for my little brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be pretty good. I, I think my favorite cameo was definitely Annie you, Potts. I, yeah. I saw your pants move a little bit. I I I, I was going to say I got so excited for that, but now that just sounds dirty. When she turns around and just looks at him and goes, what do you want? It was, perfect. It was just perfect. It was a great callback. It just absolutely killed and me. And then Thor even said that later. Ghostbusters, what do you want? Like it was Ghostbusters, what do you it want? It was so good. Ten minutes. I am. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was silence. Um I know. I was I was trying to think, like, what can I say? I I I was I, I was hoping for more cameos. Like they, they but um and I and I did like the the little Harold Ramis cameo that they yeah. put in there of the of the bust. Yeah. I was I was looking that up. Uh, there's actually a handful. I mean, we saw at the end of the credits they they say for Howard Ramis, which was nice. Was a- uh, he he apparently got um, a writer credit on it because he wrote the original, so and Ackroyd got a writer credit on yeah. it. Yeah. And I, I read that uh, his son was actually in the rock uh, concert scene. Oh. I see. I see. Daniel Ramis as Metalhead, I, but I, I yeah. don't know which one he he was. Uh, I have no idea who he was in the movie, but apparently they they brought him in for the day to to be in that one scene. So that's kind of cool. We, um, me and Luke enjoyed seeing, uh, and Caitlin enjoyed seeing Steve Higgins, a little bit of a cameo because we yeah. love we love Jimmy Fallon and and he he's on there. He was funny. They actually had two thirds of Higgins Boys and Gruber in there. Um, Dave Allen, who was Gruber. Chris, you have no idea who Higgins Boys and Gruber are. No, I, I just lost you when you when you said this. <laughs> they, uh, they, yeah, Higgins Boys and Gruber. They were this comedy trio back in the nineties, mid nineties. With Higgins, like, yeah, it was like Steve Higgins. There was a, uh, a Steve Higgins and his brother, who was on a, a uh, another show. Um, I'm, I'm blanking on his name, but this guy uh, Dave Allen who played Gruber with them. Uh, Dave Allen was the was the the um, the execution ghost in the in the um, oh yeah in the subway in the yeah. subway yeah, yeah Dave Allen was the um, the guidance counselor on uh, Freaks and Geeks yeah for, yeah and mm-hmm. uh, Chris you you would, Higgins was a group the thing that you would probably remember them for is the the gay Eskimo song I'm the only gay Eskimo no. in <laughs> my tribe. It sounds that was sounds familiar, but now I'm still no drawing. Yeah, they had a they had a show on Comedy Central in the in the nineties, yeah. and but yeah, but I, the the Dave Allen who was Gruber and the and the the, the uh, guns counselor on Freaks and Geeks. But just, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of Paul Feig, um, 
cameos throughout the movie. But people who who were in Spy and well, I just and, saw Adam Ray is the lead singer of that band. He he's the voice of Slimer. I, I had no idea. The guy, yeah, he's a voice of Slimer. I was like, oh, that, that's that's pretty cool. And he's been in a bunch of things too. Like he was in Spy. He was he was says the agent of Jetpack, which I guess is the the agent that when they're down in the you know in the the uh, research lab and all that right. sort of stuff. He was in the heat and uh, all that stuff. I, I don't I, know what else he was in. Do you know what I think the worst cameo was in this movie? Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I had that listed as a con. Okay. All right. I didn't think that was funny very much. It seemed very Austin Powers. Yeah, like yeah, it did. like here's a random cameo we can throw into this scene, and for no apparent reason. Yeah, you know he wasn't in either of the original. There's like absolutely no freaking reason to have him There's there. No, yeah, there there really was no reason to put him in the movie. It was just like maybe he was just nearby. Like, he, like how hard would it have been to just have metal show? Yeah, you yeah. know, like why did we have to specify that it was Ozzy? Yeah. You know what I mean? But, yeah. yeah, he definitely looked out of place. He did. Yeah. It's just they had to kind of wedge him in there. But and so, I am yeah. a, I'm a huge, huge fan of Kate McKinnon. I think mm-hmm. she can just walk by the screen and, and just and just look at, at the screen and I laugh. She had me roaring the whole movie, yeah. man. She was fantastic. She was amazing. She was really – like her, her SNL skits are, are fantastic and now she's going into – movies now and i think she's gonna be you know make it big one yeah. day and i i definitely dug the uh maybe it wasn't intentional but she kind of had an homage to egon from real ghostbusters with all that big blonde hair yeah i didn't even, I didn't even think of that yeah it was like the uh, big puffy hairdo yeah and what i what i really liked that they did with her character and and mccarthy's character too is when they talked about the equipment they talked about like details about the air equipment. Like when they found the, uh, the units that uh, the bad guy Rowan was putting in all the, like in the subway yeah. and in the haunted house and stuff like that. Like they were being scientific about it and they weren't just, you know, throwing out bullshit terms yeah. or throwing, you know, throwing gobbledygook or something like right. that. Like, I mean, she she starts talking about all the enhancements that she made to the proton a proton pack, and it's like, damn, that that's that's pretty smart talking right there. You know, I mean, it wasn't like let's dumb it down a little bit. I would I would actually like the three of us right now to make a pack. Can we stop um, referring to this one actor as the guy from Last Action Hero? No. <laughs> Evil Eye Benedict, I was just going to say. In his 10 billionth movie this year. But Evil we Eye always Benedict. say that. Even you know, the guy he, who's in it, Evil Eye Benedict, we always say that. Let's call him by his Charles Dance. Let's say. Nope. Nope. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because there's, there's a large group of people that'll refer to him as the guy from Game of Thrones. Yeah, true. And I've, I've never seen Game of Thrones, so I know him as the dude from The Last Action Hero with a weird freaking eye. Evil Eye Benedict. I know. It's so, we always bring that up. It's like, as, the Last Action Hero. As soon as he walked on screen, I'm like, another fucking movie? How many fucking, <laughs> like, when does this guy not work? How I, many movies has he done in the past, in the past 24 months? Let's see, in the past two years, I, since we've been doing Past the Popcorn. <laughs> he was in Ghostbusters, Me Before You, Pride and Prejudice of the Zombies, Victor Frankenstein, Frankenstein yeah. Child Forty Four, Imitation Game, Woman, Women in Gold. Uh, I'm just thinking of Dracula Untold. I'm just looking at the movies that. that How old that, is this guy? 
69. So, he's he's going. He's he's good for him. This should be a new segment on Pass the Popcorn where once a week you discuss the newest movie that he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> What's Charles Dance in next? <laughs> um, he's going to be in the next Underworld movie that comes out next year. Yeah. So he, uh, That's good. He gets around. And um, I, I, I was saying he's the... He's he's the nineteen nineteen ninety eight era Paul Giamatti. <laughs> yeah, every freaking movie, or or for that short period of time, um, Joey Pants. <laughs> yeah, that's Joey right. Pants. Yeah. So so, what did you guys think about um, Neil Casey playing Rowan, the uh, the main villain of the uh, film? I I I I can see that he's on Saturday Night Live. I've never I've never seen him before. Yeah, me neither. He looks familiar, and I did recognize his face, but yeah, I did, really didn't care who was. Like the I'm looking, guy. I'm looking at his other credits here, and I have not seen anything that he's on because I, I I don't watch TV, so I unfortunately don't don't watch uh, Saturday Night Live like I should. But yeah, there's nothing nothing else. None of his credits I've ever seen. Yeah, I thought he I thought he was pretty good. I mean, I like that the you know. The whole idea of him being like the mad scientist kind of, yeah. you know, um, super genius. And, and the whole plot was I was I was beaten up in high school a lot. So I've decided to rid this world of, of the people that would hurt me. Right, right. Um, we got a we got a fan of ours named Donald Wicks. We all know him from from Rebel Legion, Tim. Is that what he's a part he's of? A, I believe he's a Rebel Legioner. Yeah, a Legioner. Yes. And he's Legion. a Rebel Legionnaire. And he's a. I don't know how if this is the right terminology, but he's a uh, Ghostbusters cosplayer. I'm sure he's, he's a Ghostbuster of, Legion. Yeah, <laughs> something like he's he's part of a group and on. He's a huge fan, and he he kept on posting before the movie came out. You know, of all the haters, you know, see the movie first and you know, calm down. I mean, he was he was really I think afraid of where this movie was was going, and I had a, had a conversation with him, and he really liked it. He said this. He said that the star of this movie were the special effects. He said the ghosts were gorgeous and the proton streams looked awesome. So I'm so he saw it twice now and it just came out on Friday and today's Monday. I too have seen it twice. Have you really, Tim? I have. Oh, that's that's I gotta see it again now. I saw it I saw yeah, it Saturday and Sunday. Awesome, Tim. I have to go see it again. I gotta take the missus. Yeah, it's she a movie, can't miss out on this one. It's a movie that I could see it again. I see yeah, it's over. A lot of movies are over sometimes, you know, the kids and I were like, you know, can you see it again? And I'm like, yeah, I can see this movie right now again because <laughs> it was fun. And it was, it and, was. Uh, I'll say it was just as funny the second time I saw it. And he's absolutely right. the 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 combination of the CGI and the, and the practical, yeah, was really really well done. Like, I mean, one of the biggest complaints, you know, once you get past the oh, it's a cast full of women. The next big complaint that I heard from you know the whole the the trailers that came out was was how silly the ghosts looked, or how animated yeah. the ghosts looked. Yeah, and just just the one scene where uh, Leslie Jones has the chopper, the chipper. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, which was a great great little weapon, and she sucks in the CGI, and out from the back comes the practical goo. Yeah, it it looked so you know it looked so perfect. You know what I mean? Right, yeah, well, I heard there. I heard they're they're starting like like Sony said like this is going to start a whole new Ghostbusters franchise world like they're going to be making well, sequels. Uh, no, well, I mean the uh, post credits thing is anything to believe. Yeah. Zool. Yeah, which was which was pretty cool just to hear the name Zool. You know, 
Now, now, Chris, how how much of that scene did you really think she was going to have Kristen Wiig walk up and hear a fart noise again? <laughs> I, not at all. Like I actually, I'll be. I, this is a total true story. When she was going back and forth, uh, rewinding it, playing forward. I did think, and I'm not. I did think in my head. I wonder if she hears hears the word Zool. I swear on everything walking the earth. And when she said <laughs> that, I was like, "Now that is pretty cool." See, now I really thought she was going to have her come over and hear the fart noise again. And I honestly, I would have laughed if they got her again. I would have laughed. I would have laughed too. Hearing Zool was, you know, that's going to make for an interesting sequel if that's the route they go. Yes. Yeah. They. So in a way, I guess they they'll redo i guess part one all about zool kind of thing you know yeah well there was a lot of this that was like a redo of part one yeah true you know i mean it was a lot like the uh the comments about force awakens and how force awakens was a lot of what uh new hope was in in a lot of similar ways this this had a lot of that too but i thought the i thought the overall story was uh, was really compelling and and it really kept you interested in the film well i'll tell you i'll tell you what the story was it was the first Avengers movie. If you think about it, this had, this had okay. almost the exact general plot as the first Avengers movie. So yeah. would would Wig be uh, Cap? <laughs> Wig would be. I, I mean, I I, I I won't place each of them into Avengers roles, but yeah, there was a lot of the Avengers where they all come together. They they're, they're all of a sudden this. This uh, this guy who is unappreciated decides to bring a force into New York City to take over from another dimension, and the only way that they can stop them is to go into that dimension and, and set off a nuclear weapon. So huh. technically, I guess Wig would be Iron Man because Wig was the one that went in to shoot the the Ecto One to set off the yeah, nuclear. I I guess. Well, I guess Thor would be Thor. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, maybe Wig was uh, Gandalf, and he not she knocked the uh, the baddie into the hole so the rest of them could get away. <laughs> Sorry, this got really nerdy all yeah, of a sudden. We, we, we didn't really talk about Slimer's wife, <laughs> Mrs. Slimer. Yeah, Slimette. Mrs. Slimer, I thought was a good little addition to to the scene. Now I read something, and this is this is really really stretching. But I read something that um, I know this. I know where you're going. Uh, that because because Slimer was supposed to be Belushi in the original movies. Okay. That the female Slimer with her big blonde hair and the big lips was supposed to be a reference to the end of Animal House, where Belushi's driving off with the uh, the one cheerleader. Oh, I didn't hear that story. That's a cool story, yeah. though. I I heard supposedly that Slimer's is like the is the ghost of a of a gangster. I don't know why that was put together, but that's when I heard. <laughs> I you know I mean that was kind of a cheesy scene, but it was definitely funny to see him go flying by, and the fact that his introduction was coming out of a hot dog cart yeah, again. Yeah, that was that was good. I, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna say this was a fun. This is a lot better than what I thought it was gonna be. It was really fun. And I laughed a lot, and I'm so glad it wasn't as bad as everyone thought it was going to be, like months ago. People, oh. people came into this. Uh, people came into this wanting to hate the movie. There were there, were, yeah, yeah. and I think I think the people that were that were bitching and whining about how shitty they thought the movie. Most of the, I would say, most of those people 
had no intention of ever dropping money down on this movie in any way, shape, or form. I would say most of those people that are on there bitching about how bad this movie was going to suck are people that were going to steal the movie online anyway. We're never going to go see it <laughs> in the theater. Right. Um, yeah, those, those I, I have – when it comes to those kind of people, I don't, I don't listen to them. I have no respect for them because I generally think that they are um, – that they 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 just they don't they don't help the they don't help the industry at all by their bitching. Right. You know you you help the industry with your dollar, or you or you uh, withhold your 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 dollar to hurt certain aspects of the industry. And so these these people weren't gonna weren't gonna do either. They, well, they were they they were gonna hold their money back, but they were they were already damning a movie that they were never gonna spend their money on to begin with. Right. And you kind of just have to look at it in that that vein of it's just a movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, like there's been a lot of those kind of movies lately. And this is even going back, you know, like to Crystal Skull where you go, well, you know what? It's just a movie. Let's go see how it is. And if it sucks, it sucks. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. Right. And my my initial thought with going to see Ghostbusters was, well, it's a movie. And if it sucks, I'll go home and I'll watch Ghostbusters with Bill Murray. And right. if it's great, that's awesome. I'll be thrilled. But I'm still probably going to go home and watch Ghostbusters with Bill exactly. Murray. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right, right. And I had I had a, a bunch of people because I, you know, I made it pretty clear that Ghostbusters is, you know, one of my all-time favorites. And I had a handful of people that sent me text messages or something saying – Okay, so how, how was it really? You know, like, did you really actually like it? And I'm like, I loved it. It was so much fun. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't wait to go back and see it again. Yeah, that's that's what scares me though too. Like, you know, like I know you. This is your like your little baby, and I love Ghostbusters too. And I'm like, I don't know, and I I really I was shockingly surprised that I liked it. And like, I know one day, you know, like maybe maybe Back to the Future or maybe Jaws or maybe the, like the classics that I I fucking love. I'm like. I'm afraid with it when it's remade that I might just like it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just a matter of time before Back to the Future, Gremlins. Yeah. Those movies are remade. It really is. I mean, in, in, well, in I think oh. I heard that they're working on Gremlins. It would have been interesting if they were working on Gremlins at the same exact time as Ghostbusters since yeah, that's uh, the they same were shooting. Summer. Yeah. yeah, they were they were they were shooting the movies at the same time, and I, be- I believe mm-hmm. they released them on the same day. In Could you imagine if they did that again with <laughs> that? Because that was that summer of just the summer '84 with those insane pile of movies that yeah. came out. Yeah. If they just said, "Hey, let's do it again in 2016," and we just got remakes of like all of our favorite '80s that, movies. I mean, that would make me feel like a child all over again. Yeah. You yeah. know. But I mean, yeah. It, when when it comes to these these remakes and or reboots or whatever, you do run the risk of of it. It, it all depends on who's making it. If it's if it's made mm-hmm. with if it's made with love, in the same vein as the original, chances are you're going to get something that uh, will that will um, please people. If you're gonna if if you're just making it as a cash grab, you're going to get RoboCop. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a good point, Tim. <laughs> or if you come at it from a completely different angle, you get Twenty One Jump Street. So or Dread or Dr- yeah, yeah, you, yeah, there's there's uh, so there's all sorts of things. So there's, you, now we we've come to a point now where these remakes and reboots, you 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 
it could go any way. It all just depends on on how much care is taken with the script and with the casting, and if it isn't literally just a cash grab to hold on to uh, the property rights or whatever, which is yeah. what happened with Fantastic Four, which was a cash grab to hold on to property rights. Right. Yeah. If only they would remake the Phantom. If only. <laughs> oh, the Phantom. <laughs> if only. Tim, do you do you ever listen to How Does This Get Made? Yes. Yeah. They're doing I've the Phantom. You should you should listen to it. It's really it's funny, funny, and I think show. you'd enjoy it. Yeah. They're doing the Phantom this week. I love the Phantom. Yeah. Fuck those guys if they talk bad about it. I haven't even heard it. No, I'm, I'm doing I'm doing the I'm doing the, the exactly what the uh, the Ghostbusters people. Haters. Fuck those guys. Yeah, fuck those guys. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I think you'd enjoy that show. It's actually really funny. But uh, yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that because they're that's their episode this week. I will. I'll listen to that this week. We I keep trying to get Chris to do an audio commentary on the Phantom, and Chris is like, blah, blah, blah. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do the Phantom too. Blah, 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 blah. He'll do that before Tron. Yeah, God. you'll never see me. You'll never see me and Tron in the same room ever again. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris, you remember when we were in the theater and you were saying how it seemed like everything was jumping off the screen, other than the fact that it was three D. Yeah. Yeah, they did that on purpose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was yeah. it was the IMAX version or whatever. It was like yeah, coming... but they shot it letterbox so that yeah. stuff was jumping up into the black. It was so good, Tim. Even all the ghosts yeah. itself, or the fog yeah. and the and the proton streams. It was like, oh, that's so awesome. Oh, that's so maybe, awesome. maybe it was a I great. Will go see it. You had to see it in IMAX 3D, Tim. Just pay, go go see something stupid and then we. See the thing yeah. is, is I is I don't have the I don't have the glasses for the IMAX. There's giant buckets of them, and if you bring some wet wipes, yeah. you probably won't get pink eye. <laughs> well, it, in, it depends. It depends on the time of day. Um, so I, they there are. I could potentially go in that direction, but if I if I for whatever reason I'm unable to get the glasses, the IMAX 3D use different glasses than the real D. Yeah, we do. Mm. So. Just, I, just, I just I discovered that when I went in to see, oh something last year I went to see it not not in the real IMAX I went into one of those phony IMAXs and I was like damn it doesn't work IMAX with a CK at the end <laughs> yeah, IMAX <laughs> no uh, there's like I, I have, there's two IMAX theaters here in Nashville one is at the Opry Mills which is a real IMAX the one that has like the four-story high screen. Yeah. And then there's this one out at, at Indian Lake, which says it's an IMAX. And when you go in there, you realize this it's, is just a it's slightly TV larger set. screen. Like I've, I've been in regular theaters that have bigger screens than this one. Um, so I know not to go to that IMAX. And, and I, if I do see a movie in IMAX, I'll see it at the Opry Mills one, which has a real IMAX. I think the IMAX that, uh, which, which one do you go to uh, Plymouth meeting? I think that's a real, no, IMAX. it's a, uh... The Chamonix. The well, we've been to the Plymouth meeting oh, wait, for a couple. Um, they don't yeah, have the Chamonix is the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, they don't have an IMAX yeah. at Plymouth meeting. Yeah. No? Yeah. Uh, King of Prussia does. The, um, yeah, the Regal? Yeah, the Regal there does, I believe. Uh, Promenade here has IMAX, but we don't go there until it's an AMC soon, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <clears throat> should we wrap it up? And, and yeah. Derek? Derek, you go first. I want to know... How many popcorns for the 2016 Ghostbusters? And what's the uh, the range five? Yes, <laughs> uh, I would I would give this one a strong four and a quarter popcorn, 
Uh, it was very good and very entertaining. I would definitely go see it again. But in all honesty, there are some things that I did not enjoy. But they were so outweighed by the the humor and the love for the original that it's definitely worth seeing. So four and a quarter. That's a damn good rating. Want to know why? <laughs> why is that, Chris? Because I got four and a quarter written down here, too. Yeah. It's 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 so much fun. It would never be the original Ghostbusters. Never. However, it is a blast to watch. I had so much fun. I laughed a lot. It was cool, like seeing a new take on something that I loved as a child. And I'm giving this the biggest, the saltiest, butterest oh popcorn that I ever had in my life. <laughs> four, uh, four, four and a quarter. Tim, I I, uh, I I'm giving it four and a half. No. Four and a half. Yeah, I I can't I can't put it at five. Um, right, right. But I it is it is very 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 good. It is a movie that you'll probably want to see multiple times if you see it in the theater because it really it really is. Uh, you know, one thing I forgot to mention. Yes, I love stupid people. <laughs> That's why you talk to us. Tim. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. I love I love stupid people. I also hate stupid people. At the beginning of the movie, when it says Ghost Core. Yeah. I I saw it at, I saw it at a, a theater the first time it was pretty pretty well packed, and I heard a couple of people saying, "Are we in the right movie?" Oh well, <laughs> people there were honestly people that and then and then it happened again the second time. Wait, wait, is, are, did we get in the wrong the right theater? So in both times I'm people sure. were uh, confused right. that they thought maybe we did walk into ghost core. Why would they have ghost core and Ghostbusters out at the same time? <laughs> but I do. I love stupid. In this case, I love stupid people yeah. because they were stupid. Well, well, it looks like Ghostbusters was, was a hit for all of us and not, and not a bomb. Like everyone thought it was going to be, it was a hit, <laughs> not a shit. <laughs> it was a hit. Now, just real quick, where would you place this in the three movies? Not a well. I mean, one is one is unrankable. One is one is beyond. <laughs> yeah. But it is better than two. See, maybe it's the it's the nostalgia of two that I just can't. I mean, it's still it's still the original cast and it's still the original. It was so much fun, but I don't know if I can put it above two, even though two is not that good. <laughs> two is not not that good. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, have, I mean, two two has its moments, but two is not that good. It yeah, definitely is yeah. above two. I don't a lot that... of people don't even think about two. It's like a lot of yeah. people just they talk about Ghostbusters one, and it's just like yeah, Ghostbusters two. It's kind of like Indiana Jones and the uh, Crystal Skull. Yeah, they don't put it part of the of the. Yeah, they the they don't they don't throw it's, it in. It's 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 still the only reason why I haven't. It's the only reason why I haven't bought that box set of uh, Indiana Jones is because that damn Crystal Skull's in there. <laughs> yeah. So well, yeah, I I don't even think about two uh, very much. Well, Derek, I want to thank you for being on with us. Well, I want to thank you for having me. Any time, and Tim, I, I will, I will reach past you, yes. and, I, and I will say, "Hey, Derek." Hey, yeah. Pass the popcorn. Ooh. See, I would have went. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, because because you always go. Ew. Ew. Boo. <laughs>